0: welcome to another episode of Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the land where this conversation takes place. Land which was never ceded. Land where communities came together to eat seasonally, locally and without exhausting resources. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today I'm chatting to Luke Farrell at Baker's Delight. Luke loves being a baker. I find it intoxicating to talk to people who are so passionate about what they do. Luke is the product development and bakery support manager at Baker's Delight. My favourite bread ever, apart of course from a baguette bought from a boulangerie in France, is the Cape Seed Loaf from Baker's Delight. It actually is. So I was thrilled to get to talk to the guy behind the new version of this, the prebiotic Cape seed loaf. It's delicious and it's good for me. I love that. Luke said at one point that in his current role he knows that when he develops a product, millions of people will eat it. That's pretty incredible. And did you know, because I did not, that Baker's Delight started in Hawthorne in Melbourne in 1980 and has now grown to 700 bakeries across Australia, New Zealand, Canada and the USA. I think that's pretty inspiring.
1: Good
0: morning, Luke Hi Luke, it's Joe Ritty here, how are you? Very well, thank you. I've just been reading about Baker's Delight, actually, and I have to say, I did not know that there are over 700 locations across Australia, New Zealand, Canada and the USA. That's pretty massive. It
1: is massive, yeah. yeah. It all started from Hawthorne in Melbourne.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. 40 Well, 42 years ago, maybe now.
1: Yeah, 42,
0: yeah. And how long have you been with Baker's Delight?
1: I've been at nine years.
0: Okay, Yeah. And I'm um, sort of interested to know, like I can't really quite get my head around um, like how do you, how do you what's your part of the puzzle of those seven hundred locations in the, the the big company? What what's your role?
1: Uh, so I'm the I've got a really stupid title. I'm <laughs> the product development and bakery support manager, and so I look after the end to end product development, so from concept all the way through to trialing and launch. Yeah, it goes in all products in australia and new zealand and my department also we do lots of training with bakers so my team are all bakers uh we run group training with bakers we also go shoulder to shoulder training around the country lots of online tools um bakery openings out my guys will go out there and work with the, the new owners and the bakers to make sure they're making good bread so we do all of that
0: That's yeah right because i was interested to know how you um can assure the consistency of the product across all the different locations. That's quite a big job.
1: <laughs> it is a big job, and we we do it a number of ways. We, we make sure our recipes are right to start with. Yeah. Probably. So we've got a we've got a bakery, um, like a test bakery, where we develop all the products, um, and then we go out and trial in some. Most of our trials are in, say, 50 bakeries, and just making sure nailing out the recipes we have that we're about to launch work in the real world. Yeah. Um, so having confidence that Arisby's work to start with gives us confidence that when we roll it out nationally or internationally, it's going to work.
0: Yeah, uh, and and yeah. I I imagine you'd have to all be using the same flour and the the same and the same source of ingredients, would you as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. So all all the bakeries in Australia all have the the same flour and the same ingredients in New Zealand. They have theirs, certain in Canada and the US, they have theirs as well. The specs are all very similar, but so yeah. every loaf of bread in Australia is made out of Australian wheat, made from um, milled in New South Wales.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I often think um I'm a French teacher as well as a writer, and um and I think French bread in France is really different to to bread here, and I, and I and it must be the flour and and I, maybe oh. the water as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot of the flour. I did a couple of years ago. I over I was lucky enough of work to go over to, to Germany and to France and to Belgium and do some baking yeah and took our flour over there and I, I, was, I was in this room in, in Germany in this, this big test bakery and we we're mixing just mixing a normal sort of white dough and one of the master bakers from from Erex which is one of the the international suppliers that we we use he's called all the other master bakers over to show him the dough because i was just amazed by what our flour could do and how sensible it was it's just it's very strong and very different to, to play all around the world so.
0: yeah uh, yeah that's i'm glad to have that story told because i've often wondered
1: <laughs> yeah no uh, yeah so and we did for a while ago we did have a french um uh head of innovation guy work for us and he's like the croissants in australia are never the same as no. in france and i said oh okay and then i went there and I go, oh, I you just can't get them the same. No, very good, but it's never the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and I see you've got a new uh, mango p- passion fruit tart. Is that, is that right? <laughs> yeah, mango,
1: mango passion fruit tart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that made <laughs> me wonder, how often do you have to come up with new products?
1: Uh, we do maybe twelve new products a year. Yeah. Which may sound easy, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and that's, it's anything. We sort of will have a uh, sort of flavor variation on something which is quite easy, up to a brand new best of market health loaf which we launched this year with our pre-writing Cape seed. So the, the small, easy flavor variations are quite easy to do. The, the other stuff takes a long time and a lot
0: of hard work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so a new, a new tart isn't that hard, but uh, a new health loaf of bread is very hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was pretty pleased to see I'm a big fan of the Cape Seed Loaf and in um my local bakery they were no longer doing the small ones, but they seem to have come back in. So um, oh so good. so good job on that. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> it's my favourite bread, I think it's so delicious. <laughs> uh, it's 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 one of
1: those loaves of bread which tastes fantastic and has so many good health benefits
0: to it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but where did it all start for you? Like um when did how have you always been a baker?
1: Yeah, I'm um, a baker and a pastry cook. I, at high school, I really liked cooking and I wanted to become a chef. And I grew up in the Dandenong Ranges. And in the 90s, there weren't very many places to do work experience as a chef. And so I did work experience at a local bakery that uh, in year 10. And I thought, this, this is awesome. <laughs> Actually, really, I loved everything about baking and pastry cooking. Yeah. Uh, and so I started from there. Um, and I worked for an Austrian guy who worked for the Hilton, the Hiltons in Germany. So it was very, it never went really well, but really, really strict, which is a great grounding to teach you. Mm. Um, so we did everything from scratch, everything in the proper way. And that was in the, I started my apprenticeship in 1997 and I just absolutely loved baking. Um, so I eventually did my apprenticeship and yeah, continued on throughout the field. Um, sort of progressing my career as well and doing extra study as well, but sort of staying, staying within the baking industry.
0: And I have these ideas that bakers have to get up super early in the morning. Is that is that still a thing, or is that different <laughs> now that we've got machinery and different things?
1: It's it's, it's less and less. So <laughs> we do have bakeries that might be starting at, at two o'clock in the morning, which is quite early. But uh, with advances in some sort of machine, some machinery, we can start at five and six o'clock. Mm. And Retard approvers where it holds the product in a, a cold state and slows down fermentation, so we can make it today and it slowly proves up over time. Or we come in later on in the morning, we can bake it off. Yeah, so that's something that's sort of changed up a little bit. But um, bakers need to be up and at them in the morning. Yeah, know, but we, we think five o'clock is sleeping, but
0: yeah, well, for
1: the average average plunder, that's probably not. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, and um. And I know with um, pastry chefing, <laughs> um, you know, you've got to be very particular with um, measurements and so on. Is it the same for bread-based products or is there a bit more leeway?
1: Oh, there's even less leeway. Uh, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so all of our, um, everything we do is, it's been formulate, is formulated really well. Um, our bakers are all actually quite good at maths because everything's in percentages. Oh. Uh, and it's, it's very particular. If you change your recipe slightly, each ingredient is a functional ingredient. It will actually change the end product quite a lot. Yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah, everything. Er, there's no freestyling. That's all. Everything gets weighed and followed. Recipes are followed to a T.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: another reason why we have consistency across the country.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, right. And yeah, it's yeah. So everything we put in there is in there for
1: a reason. Even salt. Salt is in there for flavor, but it also. Helps regulate fermentation, it helps with uh, gluten development, helps with um, shelf life. So, every little thing we put in there is in there for a reason that helps us get a consistent product. But, so, no handful of anything. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <Like> everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no,
0: yeah. I do like the idea of people out in the back freestyling, but yeah, perhaps not. <laughs> not, with the, not with the bread. Yeah. Um, not bread no. <laughs> well, how much. Like, what would your average bakery, how much, how much bread are they making a day, or baking? I
1: don't
0: know. No, that's, I don't know, that's no, just def- that's just really a fun I mean, fact, isn't it? Who, yeah. who who would know, but yeah.
1: Hundreds and hundreds of loads. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, yeah, and maybe, do you have you have to come yeah. up, nowadays come up with more things for people with food intolerances? Is that a really large part of the um, research and so on?
1: Yeah, we do, we, we like, we've had our low low FODMAP bread which was sort of a real cutting edge sort of product for people with suffer from IBS and they're on a low FODMAP diet, we really we can't do it in the gluten-free unfortunately mm. because, because you'd have to make it in a different bakery um, and we just make sure that our formulations are quite
0: lean anyway so we're not putting in stuff that people are allergic to. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
1: like, like we'd never put peanuts in our bakeries because so many kids are allergic to peanuts and things like that.
0: Yeah that's right. And so when you first started into this, you really loved it and you loved everything about it. What What do you think has kept you um, in the industry for as long as you've been there? <laughs> uh,
1: I, this is, if when you're a baker, you get to work in the morning and your bakery is fully there's nothing there because it's bread, so there's, there's nothing there. You've got bags of flour, you've got water, there's a couple of little ingredients. And when you go home, if you walk, you walk out of your bakery and look back, at what you as a team created, it's, it's just fantastic. Like you have a whole bakery full of beautiful product. It, when you've got a bakery where everyone's sort of passionate and proud of what they do, it's just a really fun place to work. And you've made all this stuff that which people then go home and enjoy and eat. It's just a really sort of,
0: I don't know, it sounds a bit romanticized, but it's, it's actually really, it's true. It's actually really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and then with my role now, like I know when we develop a product it's actually millions of people will eat it. Wow. That's, that's a pretty cool thing to do. Like, you know that you've developed a product that a million people will actually eat yep. over the next, next next month, which is actually awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. And what would your advice be to young people who are considering becoming um, bakers or chefs or pastry cooks?
1: I just think just just have a go. Like, get in there. Um, don't be scared of the early mornings. Don't be scared. It's it's a fast-paced environment. They, these are fun environments to work in. Um, I've, I've worked as a pastry cook in a commercial kitchen, and bakeries are so much more fun <laughs> <laughs> than,
0: than
1: working with chefs. Like, no offense to chefs, but it's it's a, there's no real hierarchy in a bakery. Everyone sort of just gets along and just does it all. Yeah. So um, just yeah, just have fun, and it's an environment too where you've got lots of young guys and girls all working together to produce stuff. So just get in there and have a go.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Luke. Thanks so much for your time. Lovely to talk to you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Um, All right, well, um, enjoy um, being amongst the flour and the bread and so on today. No worries. Yeah, I'll I'll get that up soon. Awesome. Well, have a lovely day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conversation with a Chef with Luke Farrell from Baker's Delight. Baker's Delight have a great looking Instagram where you can check out their products. And also there's some random photos of very cute dogs and babies with the great bread and so on. It's at Baker's Delight, all one word. I'm also on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef. And if you want to read the chat, you can head to www.conversationwithachef.com. I would love it if you told a friend about my chats. And of course, you can follow me on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Once again, thanks for listening. Have a great day.